churches that we, we got to visit was Bethsaida Bible Church House of Mercy in Onisha. It is with great pleasure that I introduce the pastor of that church, Pastor Chidi. And while he's getting set, I wanted to introduce his sister, Margaret. She lives in Katy, Sugarland. I knew it was down there somewhere. God bless you. Before we pray, I want to appreciate uh, the senior pastor, Pastor Okotie. We know him as Pastor Goodluck. Last time they were in our church in Nigeria, it was a great meeting. A lot of people were healed. A lot of people were free from various ailments and sicknesses that uh, up to now we still look forward for their coming back again to Nigeria, and I pray they will do that so soon. So I celebrate the man of God, and I celebrate the pastors that came with him all the way from here to Africa. And it's good to be here this morning to share the word of God with you. Shall we pray? Father, in the name of Jesus, we recognize your presence. And we ask that the Holy Spirit will take absolute control of this hour. Anoint this list of clay, O Lord, and use it to impart and bless your people. Let yours be broken. Let prophecies that are hanging be released. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Turn your Bible to John chapter 11. Speaking this morning on the subject that says, fight for your prophecy. Fight for your prophecy. John chapter 11. Look at verse 4. Now a certain man was sick named Lazarus of Bethany, the town of Mary and her sister Martha. It was that Mary which anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair, whose brother Lazarus was sick. Therefore his sister sent unto him, saying, Lord, Behold, he whom thou lovest is sick. Please take note of that verse 4. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Take a look at verse 14. Then said Jesus unto them plainly, Lazarus is dead. Take a look at verse 21. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hadest been here, 
my brother had not died. And the last place in that place is verse 32. Then when Mary was come where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying unto him, Lord, if thou hadst been here, my brother had not died. Fight for your prophecy. It is not enough to receive a prophecy from the Lord or a word from the Lord. After God gives you a prophecy, you must understand there are three people that are interested in every prophecy you receive. The first person is God who wants to make sure that your prophecy is fulfilled in your life. The second person is the devil who, of course, is not interested for the fulfillment of the prophecy. And the last person is you, the recipient of the prophecy. And these three people have something to do. Because the word of God said that God watched over his word to perform it. So for every prophecy you receive, there shall be a performance. God wants to perform every prophecy given to you. Every word you receive. Because the word of God is the unshakable truth that cannot fail. I said, I watch over my word to perform it. So when you receive a word from God, there will be a performance of that word. When you receive a prophecy from God, there will be a, a performance of that prophecy. But then, it is not enough to just receive prophecy. Because many people, when they get a prophecy, they just relax. They do nothing. They don't pray. They don't fast. They just feel, oh, God has spoken. God has spoken. He's going to perform it. Uh -uh. You must know that the very day that Daniel started to pray, an angel of God was released, Gabriel, to deliver the prophecy, the answer to the prayer. But as Gabriel was coming to give the answer to Daniel, he was hijacked by Prince of Persia. For 21 days, Gabriel couldn't pass the message to Daniel. But he kept on praying. He kept on prevailing on prayer. If he has given up, the prophecy will be aborted. But because he persevered in prayer, God had to send another angel, Michael, to back up the war. And Gabriel was now released to deliver Daniel's prophecy to him. So it's not enough to receive a prophecy. After you receive your prophecy, you need to do a warfare. You need to do a warfare with your prophecy. Let's have a look at First uh, Timothy chapter 1 verse 18. First Timothy 1 verse 18. This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy. Listen to that. According to the prophecies, which, were, which went before on thee, that thou by them mightest do a good warfare. That thou by them mightest do a good warfare. So it's not just enough to receive prophecy. You must use your prophecy for warfare. What do we mean by that? Father God, this is what you said about me. I stand on my prophecy. I claim it. I lose it. I receive it. You do a warfare with your prophecy. 
You fight for the prophecy. You fight for what God has said concerning your life, concerning your destiny, concerning your business, concerning your future. Fight with it. Paul said to Timothy, do a good warfare with the prophecy that has gone over your head. So when you receive a prophecy, don't fold your hand and do nothing. Uh-uh. You have to pray with it until you see the manifestation of the prophecy. And I start here to pray today that every prophecy that have gone over your head shall be manifested in the name of Jesus. Your prophecy shall come to pass. The word of the Lord over you shall be performed in Jesus' mighty name. Now, I'm taking you somewhere. In the book of John chapter 11, you see the prophecy of Jesus over Lazarus. And that will teach you that the devil is not happy for the fulfillment of your prophecy. The devil don't want you to receive all that God has in store for you. John chapter 11 verse 4. When Jesus heard that, he said, This sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, that the Son of God might be glorified thereby. Now, that was a prophecy from Jesus. When they told him that Lazarus was sick, he prophesied immediately, this sickness is not unto death. But that the glory of God might be what? Revealed. Jesus said that. The family of Lazarus heard it. People around heard it. The devil also heard it. Because the devil wants to fight against your prophecy. Do you know what the devil did? When he heard what Jesus is about to do, out of the sickness of Lazarus, he went about looking for Lazarus. Is there anybody called Lazarus here? Is there any guy called Lazarus here? Is there anybody called Lazarus here? Until he made sure that Lazarus died to frustrate his prophecy and to make God be a liar. But God is not a liar. Everything that God said must surely come to pass. I don't care whether he killed Lazarus. If it's the word of God, it must be performed. And so Jesus was still delaying to go and pray for Lazarus, who was sick. They brought another message. Lazarus is dead. Think about that. Now, does that mean that the prophecy of Jesus has failed? It cannot fail. Tell your the prophecy of God cannot fail. Mm. The master... Lazarus is dead. Jesus ignored that statement and said to Mary Amata, If thou believe, even though he was dead, he shall live again. And whatever is dead around you shall live again in the name of Jesus. Your finance shall live again in the name of Jesus. Your health shall be restored again in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus live, you will live also. So when Jesus said that, he knew that the devil is trying to frustrate the prophecy. I pray for somebody here today, your prophecy will never be aborted. Your prophecy will not be frustrated. Heaven shall answer your prophecy. 
The word you receive shall be performed on your behalf. In the name of Jesus Christ. Jesus, he know that Lazarus is decided to go to Lazarus' house. On the way, the sister of Lazarus met and said, Lord, if you have been here, my brother will not have died. Martha dissenting, Lord, if you have been here, my brother will not have died. Jesus asked them to show him where Lazarus was buried. Now hear this. The resurrection of Lazarus was to fulfill prophecy. Lazarus has stayed three days on the earth. But because prophecy has gone forth, that this sickness is not unto death, but for the glory of God, Jesus has to resurrect Lazarus to fulfill prophecy. And I want to say that no matter how your prophecy is delayed, it must surely come to pass. Because God's delay is not God's denier. No matter how long it takes, it shall be performed for you. He said, I watch over my word to perform it. Mary said, blessed is she that believeth, for there shall be a performance of those things which are spoken from the Lord. What is the word you receive from the Lord this year? It shall be performed. What is the prophecy concerning your future? It shall be performed. What is the prophecy concerning your finance? It shall be performed. What is the prophecy concerning your health? It shall be performed. Lazarus was dead and buried. But when Jesus came to fulfill prophecy, he has to raise Lazarus. And I want to prophesy to somebody here that no matter how long it has taken, you will watch your prophecy manifest. You will testify over your prophecy. Raise your hands and thank you, Jesus. Let me share this with you. To actualize prophecy, what do I need to do? When prophecy goes over my head, what do I need to do to ensure that it, it comes to pass? Number one, anytime you receive a prophecy from the Lord or a word from the Lord, the first thing you need to do for the actualization of your prophecy, become kingdom addicted and kingdom committed. Become kingdom addicted and kingdom committed. First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 15. Anytime a prophecy comes over you, that is when to draw closer to God. That is when to draw nearer to God. That is when to be more committed to the house of God, to the things of God, to, to, to reading the word, to meditation and fellowship, to worship, to praise. Anytime there is a prophecy over your head, become more committed, become more addicted. You know, people get addicted with cocaine, get addicted with drugs, get addicted with cigarettes, get addicted with alcohol, but you can also become kingdom addicted. Let's look at 1 Corinthians 16, verse 15. I beseech you, brethren, you know the house of Stephanas, 
that it is the first fruit of Achaia, and that they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints. Tell your neighbor, get addicted to the gospel. They have addicted themselves to the ministry of the gospel. You want to actualize your word, your prophecy, become addicted to the house of God. Become addicted to the things of God. Amen. Number two, to actualize your prophecy, Paul said to Timothy, Timothy, my son, do warfare with the prophecy that has gone over your head. So if you want to actualize your prophecy, anytime a word comes to you from the Lord, a word of prophecy, use it for warfare. Use it for prayer. As you go before the Lord, mention your prophecy to the Lord. Claim it. Decree that it come to pass in your life. Bind every power of the enemy that want to delay your prophecy or resist your prophecy. So do warfare with it. Then number three, anytime you want to actualize prophecy, the next thing you need to do, keep on confessing it. Romans 10 verse 10. Confession brings possession. You shall have what you say. He said, whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. So if you want to actualize your prophecy, begin to make positive confession. In the line of your prophecy, confess what God is saying. Declare it. Say it again and again. Say it again and again because there is power in your words. Confession brings possession. So to actualize your prophecy, keep on confessing it. Keep on declaring it. Don't go by sight. Bible said in Romans chapter 117, they just shall live by faith, not by sight. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by what I hear. I'm not moved by my circumstances, but I'm moved by the word of God. I am who God said I am. I have what God said I have. I can do what God said I can do. Move by the word. Confess the word. Stand on the word. God cannot tell lie. He's not man to lie. So stand on the word. Declare it. Say what God said about your future. Say what God said about your finance. Say what God said about your health. Make declarations in the word. And you shall have whatsoever you say. That's the word of God. If God says you are healed, you are healed. If God says you are delivered, you are delivered. If He says you are the head, you are the head. If He says you are prosperous, you are prosperous. He says, I can do all things through Him that strengthened me. Say what God said about you. Make your declarations. Number four, anytime you want to actualize prophecy, Psalm 91, verse 1. Remain and always dwell in the house of God. Remain and dwell in the house of God. Psalm 91 and verse 1. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide 
under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him will I trust. Anytime you want to actualize and fulfill, see your prophecy come to pass, remain in the house. Be committed in the church. Be committed to prayer. Be committed to church outreach. Give yourself wholly to the things of God. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. To actualize your prophecy, it needs your commitment. It needs your dedication. You don't just realize and say, God, you said it, perform it for me. God wants you to also be committed in, the, in his house. Be dedicated to the work of God going on in the house. Hallelujah. Number five. If you want to actualize your prophecy, become very prayerful. Become very prayerful. Do you know why? You are not the only one interested in that prophecy. I hope you know that. <laughs> Praise God. You are not the only one. You want to see it come to pass? The devil wants to frustrate it. And that calls for prayer. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 17. Men ought, I mean, he said, pray without ceasing. Then Luke chapter 18, verse 1. He says, men ought always to pray and not to faint. So, to actualize my prophecy, it is an agreement between I and God. Be committed to prayer. Come before him to pray. Agree with God that what he said concerning you must be fulfilled. So don't just relax. Play your part and God will fulfill his word for you. Number six point to actualize prophecy. Job chapter 14 verse 14. After doing the following from 1 to 5, the next thing you need to do, wait for a change. Your change is coming. Wait for that change. No matter where you find yourself, it will not last so long. A change is on the way. And the Lord is bringing your change today in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Job said in Job chapter 14 verse 14, I will wait until my change comes. I announce to somebody today, receive your change. Receive your change. Receive a change. Receive a change. Receive a change. In the name of Jesus, change has come to you. That condition will not continue. In Jesus' mighty name. You always read a place in the Bible that says, and it come to pass. It will not come to remain. It will always come to what? Pass. So no matter your, your situation, your circumstances, it will not remain. It will come and pass. So receive a change in the name of Jesus. My final point, if you want to actualize prophecy, you do what Abraham did. The Bible said in the book of Romans chapter 4, that Abraham was strong in faith, giving glory to God. God said to him, you will be a father of many nations. I have blessed you with children. The wife said, I have not even missed her message. But Abraham has already named the unseen child. 
Every day Abraham began to thank God in advance. Thank you, Lord, for, the, for giving me Isaac. Thank you for making me the father of many nations. That's why he's called the father of faith. So once you want to actualize your prophecy, begin to thank the Lord in advance. Don't wait to see it. There is doubt. Faith calls those things that be not as if though they are. Begin to call those things that be not. I don't care the symptoms in your body. He said, by my stripes, you are healed. Begin to receive your healing. Don't walk by sight, walk by the, by the word of God. He said, my God will supply all your needs in glory according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Whether there is money in your purse or not, begin to believe that God is supplying all your financial needs. When you go before God, dance before him and say, Father, I'm thanking you. I'm not moved by the emptiness of my pocket. I'm not moved by the dryness around me. I'm moved by the word of God. I believe what you said concerning me. I am a judge. The judge shall live by faith. As you keep on thanking the Lord, keep on praising the Lord, keep on worshiping the Lord, there will be a performance of your prophecy. Thank you, Jesus. Bow down your head and let's pray. If you have received a prophecy that you are waiting for the manifestation and you want to see your prophecy come to pass just raise up your right hand and let me pray and agree with you for the manifestation of your prophecy. We all have received prophecy from the Lord at one time or the other and the devil appears to be delaying what God has said over us but I stand in agreement with you today to pray for the manifestation. As I have only Father, we give you praise for your word, your prophecy that has gone out on our behalf. I agree with my brothers I agree with my sisters for the manifestation and performance of your word in their life. Everything God has spoken over you, over your finance, over your marriage, over your destiny, I decree the manifestation in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. And amen. We're going to take a special offering for Pastor Chidi. So as the ushers come forward, pass out the envelopes. Please search your heart what we can do to support this mighty man of God. Father God, we just thank you for this word today. 
Lord, we receive that word of prophecy. We put that in our heart and we put that into action in our families, in our life, and in, in, in the way we approach you, Father God. We thank you for that anointing right now, right now in the name of Jesus. We receive that as not just individually, but as a body and as, as missionaries, as visionaries for your word. In your name we pray. After the offering, we're going we're gonna to have the prayer partners come up. Pastor Chidi has expressed a desire to pray for people as they need it. Please come forward at the end of the, at the, end of the service. Thank you, Lord, for the offering, Lord. As we, as we collect this, Father, that this is going to be a special offering just for Pastor Chidi. Lord, we thank you for, for the word that was spoken. In your name we pray. Amen. If you need healing in your body, I'm going to ask the prayer partners to come forward to, to pray with you. We thank you, Lord. You're dismissed.